Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
for this interview. Band. Hello. Hi, this is Kevin Davis from New Release Today. How are you? Hey, are we all on here? I think uh, it's Adam yeah. Howard and Paula. Yeah. Oh, great. You guys are both here. Awesome. I wasn't sure if you were both calling today. Well, hey, great to meet you both. I have been um, the lead reviewer, but also write a weekly behind the song uh, devotional series for the website since 2008. So just posted my 1059th uh, article this past week. And it's always awesome to get to speak to a new um, artist who I haven't spoken to before, because as you can imagine at this point, I've gotten to speak to virtually everyone. And uh, I like to actually introduce kind of why I do it, and then maybe that will give you guys some context into what I'd like to learn from each of you. Um, I credit the um, biblical messages of uh, songs made by artists of faith for leading me to a saving faith in Christ. And that goes back to actually the Jars of Clay record in the mid-90s, uh, where I was a secular DJ, just liked their sound. Uh, but then when I kind of unpacked what they were singing about, I realized they were singing creatively uh, to the Lord and about the Lord. And that basically uh, grabbed my heart and caused me to really open my Bible for the first time. Uh, and have a, it led to a saving faith in Christ. So as a result, started writing these in 2008, uh, looking to kind of unpack songs in the same way. And so when um, I came across Patient, and I've gotten to hear some of the other tracks as well, it, it, it hits me from both perspectives. You know, one, the authenticity of the message uh, and creativity of it, and also the catchiness uh, and vibe um, musically. And with that as a little intro, would love to hear from each of you a little bit of the personal song creation story, kind of uh, what aspects of it are autobiographical, um, and then a little bit uh, where we could go with uh, some of the biblical um, truth that is being shared in the song. I, I hear it because um, I do have those kind of ears to hear, but would love to then also kind of give a little bit of an exposition uh, that we could come up, come up with together in the form of a takeaway message uh, for people to maybe live this out because clearly – Patience is something you've had to learn uh, how to have this past year, I imagine, as a, an artist who makes a living touring and this type of thing. That's one of the um, areas I've had a lot of heart for this past year, uh, artists you know, not having that uh, as a way to go out and share their message. So look forward to having that conversation with you guys today. So um, for starters, whichever one of you, and if you don't mind identifying your name when you talk, um, wouldn't mind sharing with me a little bit of the inspiration and songwriting story. Adam, do you want to start, or you go ahead, man? I'll just I'll I'll fill in some gaps, or just jump in whenever. You make sure Adam will make sure that everything I say is factually correct. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. No, um, I'm Jordan, um, man. So this song for us, um, so we wrote and recorded our 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 new album almost entirely in 2020. We thought we were going to be out on the road. Uh, we had a bunch of tours mm. lined up, and we're just kind of preparing ourselves at the beginning of, of 2020 to, you know, be gone for a lot of the year, and that has its ups and downs. It's exciting, and, and things are moving forward, but also it's, it's a, you know, it's a bummer to be away from our, our, our wives and our, our families. Um, we've got children, so it's like um, that's kind of what we were anticipating, and then, of course, March happened, and our the tour we were on, we were on Roadshow at the time. It got canceled, and we ended up being back at home. And uh, then it was like, oh, this will be over in two weeks. And then it was like, oh, this will be over in a month. And then we were like, wow, 
so thankfully um, the we had just been asked to do a second record by our label and we're really grateful because we had that to work on and we kind of began the process uh, it was right around March of, of writing and we produce our own albums and so we just kind of were like, well, this is a crazy year. seems like a, an apt year to write an album um, and, and see what happens. And what's funny is that Patient, it being a single, has really resonated with a lot of people, um, has definitely been applicable, like you said, has definitely been an applicable um, theme in all of our lives, you know. Um, but what's funny is this song was actually written like almost two years ago. This is the like. There's only a couple songs in this new record that are old, and "Patient" is one of them. And of course, um, we had to be patient with this song being uh, brought out into the world. So, um, you know, for us, this song was actually written, like I said, a few years ago. For us, it was in a season where, um, as you can probably imagine, we were just pretty uh, confused about what God is doing, and um, it's, a, it's a season of life that I, I have found uh, and we have found in this band. It kind of ebbs and flows, right? We go through seasons where we feel like God is really speaking and moving and directing and, and making, you know, he's aligning stars, and there's, you know, circumstances that kind of come together, and you go, all right, like, okay, this is, this is, we feel confident. This is where we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we're supposed to be saying, right? And this is for all of us in any context. It's not just music. Um, and then we go through seasons of um, uncertainty and the unknown. And we're sort of faced with this, like, um, you know, my, my dad has always told me, you know, it's like, even when you don't know where you're going, Sometimes you just have to plod. You just have to put one foot in front of the other and trust that the Lord's going to provide a way and that God is, is ultimately directing our steps, even in the midst of what feels like confusion and unknown to us, you know, that, that God is still sovereign over all of this. And, um, you know, we wrote this song at a time in our lives where we were in a season of uncertainty. And yeah. I think that um, like like all of our music, but especially um, this song in particular, we sat down with a friend of ours, Colby Wedgworth, who is an amazing mm. songwriter and a good friend of ours. He, um, we were just talking, and this topic kind of came up as we were writing, and it quickly turned into a song that I think all three of us could really relate to and connect with because there were words that we know in seasons of our life that we've needed to hear this truth spoken to us and so sometimes songs have a way of kind of unfolding in our lap um you know even in spite of ourselves and really ministering to us before uh we ever have a chance to share them with anyone um and this is definitely one of those songs that you know there's so many lyrics in this song that i think that adam and i uh genuinely really hold on to that even when we're waiting um, kind of standing in the unknown or the uncertainty of what our future holds or what God's doing in the universe and in our life, there's meaning in this. Like God is sovereign over all of it and will create, um, will we'll make good of, of everything that's happening, good or bad. Mm, that's awesome. Um, did you want to fill in anything? <laughs> no, I think... Uh, 
as far as the autobiography autobiographical <laughs> uh, perspective that that pretty much covers it um, really well I, I'll say I guess going forward from that idea it was really really cool to see how um, God uses art and how God yeah. is moving in ways that are mysterious to us because here we are back in 20. 20- 19? I believe we wrote Patient in 2019. Jordan, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Here we are in 2019 writing Patient out of a specific season that, that directly, you know, was birthed from our life and our life experience. And for one reason or another, uh, you know, the release of Patient kept getting pushed back. So we wanted to get it out in 2019, uh, summer, and then, and then – label and the team decided, no, we're going to wait till uh, potentially the top of 2020. Well, you know, we ended up going with a different song at the top of 2020, so it got pushed back again. And then the song actually ended up getting released in the middle of this global season of everyone figuring out how to, how to be patient, right? So it's like this right, really right. crazy and really cool thing to watch and, you know, <laughs> ironically, we had to learn how to be patient in this whole process of get, just getting the song released, but then to see, like, oh, okay, God, we see what you had intended for this song. What we meant for one thing, you took, and you actually made it a completely, you used it on a completely, like, literally, when I say global, I mean, I'm not, I'm not grandizing, I'm not saying, like, we're this, like, global band, but in everyone in the world, has been going through this pandemic together. And right. like you right. had this song ready for such a time as this, not for that season that Jordan and I were in, but for such a time as this, which was just, like, really, really cool um, and just another reminder of, like, and sometimes things don't make sense in the moment why, you know, why they're working the way they're working or why things are being or are not working the way that they're you thought they would, and then to later realize, like, okay, I saw what God was doing there, you know. It was a cool, this song in and of itself was just a little microcosm of that, which was really interesting. Right. Oh, I love that. And, and I think that's um, the way God uses us as his vessels um, to kind of prophesy truth over us. And so when you are obedient, you know, to truth, um, he, <laughs> this has been my experience, he does um, exceedingly abundantly uh, above and beyond what we could think or imagine with something. So, and that's, you know, uh, a truth we know from Ephesians. But so, but some of the truth I hear in the song that you, I agree with you, the Lord was sowing in you for the time such as this, you know, were lines like, help me be okay with what I can't change. I'm going to definitely talk a little bit more about and remind me there's meaning in the waiting but I also like in the the verse, don't know how long this will last. I need some reassurance that this too shall pass, right? So, and then I, actually the next line too, right? I throw my hands up in the air, don't want to be a slave to fear. So there's so much there. Um, in fact, I can do an entire Bible study in Will uh, on that section of the song. Um, but wanted to re- read you a couple of cool verses that that the Lord said to me and then just, see if you have any extras you'd like to add to it. Um, But one of my favorite um, 
ways of expressing this idea of, of waiting and patience um, really does come from all of Psalm 40, but it just starts with um, verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. You know, and I feel like this song is very much in that Psalm 40 um, mode, but towards the end of Psalm 40 in verse 31, and this is the voice translation, it says, but those who trust in the eternal one will regain their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles. They will run, never winded, never weary. They will walk, never tired, never faint. So I feel like, like in a lot of ways, there's just that description of waiting and trusting and being patient um, and then what the Lord's promises are for those who live that way. And then in the New Testament, um, Romans 5, uh, and this is the message translation, so if you don't mind, I like some of these poetic translations sometimes to connect to the poetic nature of the lyric uh, as well. Yeah. It says there's more to come. I love this. And it says we continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience there it is, uh, in us, and how that patience can, in turn, forges the tempered seal of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit, exclamation point. So, again, what I love sometimes about other translations is it just sort of makes those words jump off the page uh, relative to uh, a song lyric. And again, this is how the Lord brought me into the kingdom, and I kind of want to be a vessel like you guys were a vessel in, in putting this song out in the timing that God had with the patience he called you to have in order to actually give your own testimony as a life lesson on how he has something planned for us better than we can think or imagine. So with that as some of my initial take on your song biblically, I wonder if you had any additional thoughts or reactions, um, you know, or takeaway messages that might connect any of that. Um, I love your Psalm 40 reference. I actually didn't, uh, I didn't know that one. That was actually really, really great. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, this topic of patience, you know, not at least not that I'm super aware of where there's just like this one direct, you know, scripture talking about finding meaning in waiting. Like I, that, you know, that lyric in our song is kind of an, it, we kind of can, I feel like, extrapolate that from a few different biblical ideas. You know, one of them being the Romans 5 thing uh, that you referenced of, you know, the whole suffering produces perseverance, perseverance cares. That that idea of like there's there that brings meaning to these seasons where we feel like we are suffering or we feel like we are lost or just in the in the desert or so to speak. Um, and then there's also like the concepts from you know Romans eight uh, about mm. just like future glory, like present suffering for future glory, and and this idea. Um, that like God is working good. He's working all things to be good for those who love him. Like, yeah. so like you kind right. of take a few of these different scriptures and you extrapolate this idea that man, yeah, we know that God's working. We know that suffering is going to be a part of life. Jesus told us that. 
you know, he said in this world there will be trouble, but have faith. Like, you know, just know you can have confidence because I've overcome the world. Like, so you can take all these little pieces of scripture and boil it down to like, yeah, none of this time is wasted. God's doing something. You know, God's doing something behind the scenes. Um, and, and take heart in that. Be courageous and, and, and uh, stay faithful, you know, and, and he'll, he'll provide, you know, he'll provide. And, and then at some point you'll see the work that he's doing. It's, uh, so I don't know, man, as far as like the scriptural references, like you said, there is a lot there. And I feel like that kind of was, uh, as we were writing this song, we were finding all these little sparks of scripture that kind of fed into this idea of patience, you know, that um, they all kind of contributed in, in, in some way. So, yeah. And the beautiful thing too, I, I really genuinely enjoy hearing your um, sort of where you went with applying some of the scripture to the song, because like when you listen to jars of clay back in the nineties and then you got hooked and then you started digging into their lyrics, you know, it kind of like, I, I love the beauty and the autonomy of art, how like when we write songs and we release them out into the world and just the imagination that it sparks, right, in every, in each unique listener's voice and in their own life. And, and, I, and I, I just think that's really, even just like being on the phone, it's encouraging, you know, because um, I discovered as well and, and I have fallen in love with, you know, songs are, some of the most meaningful songs in my life are songs that I, I have a very specific memory and my own specific mm. thoughts and, you know, attached to, you know, and it's right. like, it's, it's actually a lot of fun to even just hear how, you know, after you've listened to the song, like what scriptures kind of like God kind of brought to the forefront for you. Um, it's all super interesting. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, and just um, regarding, um, Psalm 40, right? So um, as we were talking about how that one, it's really the whole psalm uh, is very much a parallel to this song in the sense of it's this trusting uh, in what the promise God has connected to the waiting or the patience um, is, which is this idea of we will soar like wings like the wings uh, uh, on an eagle, right? So there's this idea, like we can all picture yeah. this majestic, majestic picture of what that looks like when an eagle is soaring through the air. And that can cause you or, or can lead you to have the encouragement to not fear, as this song references. You know, like that's one of the, the lyrics, I'll, I throw my hands up in the air, don't want to be a slave to fear. I know I've got to let go. Um, you know, that's, you know, where God does give us reminders that there is meaning in the waiting. And, you know, now, and I think you guys have already given it to me, which is awesome, um, you've seen already reminders that there's meaning in the waiting just in the timing of the release of the song, which is actually also very cool, okay. right? Because it's like the Lord actually used the 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 um, lyric uh, and took it literally <laughs> and right. taught you yeah. to have um, reassurance uh, and, and to teach you um, to be patient and show you that there was meaning in the waiting because he knew a pandemic was coming, by the way. Uh, and that was, that was his purpose 
Um, and I just love that. I, I love how the Lord just gives you those little um, glimpses of heaven, basically, where he sort of like just kind of uh, um, reaches in to, to our situations um, supernaturally, and then that leads you to increase your faith. You know, and that's ultim- ultimately um, one of his promises to us as believers is that by trusting in him, he will increase our faith. It's it's actually um, uh, one of his greatest promises. And I think in light of my whole description of sort of giving us like that glimpse of heaven and, and him kind of shining his light, um, that kind of leads nicely to closing with maybe a little bit about the name of the band because I feel like that's seemingly part of your inspiration for the band name is this idea of like that glimpse of heaven and that, that light um, that can kind of come from, you know, Apollo, for example. So, so if you don't mind maybe touching on that a little, I'd love to kind of close out this uh, conversation today on, on that topic. Sure. Uh, the, so the band name, um, kind of on a, from a personal perspective for us, like my, my uncle was an astronaut growing up in the 90s. Mm. He went up cool. half a dozen times. Um, and, of course, you know, having that early influence as a kid, you're just – I was pretty enamored by space, and I just always thought, you know um, – and that, of course, bleeds into our, our work and our art. Um, it always has. Adam and I have been in bands for a long time together. We've created art and been musical partners for a very long time. So it's kind of a – it comes up a lot in our relationship and of course like I said bleeds into the music and so um, like I I think that for us we were inspired by what the Apollo program actually was to culture and and Mm. we just it it always you know when we look back now on um, the history of, of space exploration Mm-hmm. It's just such a unique time where, like, when at the time the president said, you know, we're, we're going to do this not because it was easy, but because it's hard. And yeah, it's because awesome. it's something that we're, we're passionate about, discovering the vastness of God's universe out there and, in, 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 you know, in the unknown. And we're going to do it because it's difficult, because we lean into hard things, because we know that through hardship comes, uh, there's always the season of abundance, you know, there's reaping the harvest. There's, um, there's, so anyway, I, I think that like for us, um, the band name was inspired because frankly too, we've always, there's a song on our new album called No Limit. I know you're not doing a Bible study on that song, but um, it's also a song that resonates a lot with us because it speaks kind of to the vastness of God's not just existence, but also love for us how nothing on earth that we can conceivably understand compares to the magnitude of God's greatness and God's affection for his creation. And so for us, like, space is very much just something that inspires us a lot, I guess, all that to say. And Apollo was a really cool band name, and we really wanted to name a project after it. And then God kind of you know, open the doors to make it happen. Um, so, yeah. That work, uh, that totally works. Uh, and, uh, again, the culture, the relevance to the culture or the impact to the culture, I love that a lot. Um, 
because to me, uh, as I mentioned, you know, that's my own testimony. And so when I hear, you know, a band whose reach, you know, clearly can expand beyond that kind of, sadly, th there has almost become like these cults, subculture um, uh, bubbles um, that we sometimes yeah. uh, let ourselves uh, get flow into. But back when the Apollo space program was impacting not just our, our country but the world, that was a, uh, a shared cultural moment. And, and in a lot of ways, so is music, right? Even though people want to like create these subcultures, I, I actually am uh, in, in the reverse of that. I actually would love to um, see the, those walls come down because I actually think that oh. is the best way uh, as as artists of faith, as people of faith like myself, um, and getting to authentically share common um, needs, like we do all have the same need, right? The message of this song is a need we all have, because like you said, yeah. it's a global pandemic, and, and this need for patience um, and understanding the purpose for the waiting applies to all of us, not just you guys. Um, and so that's yeah, even better absolutely. because I feel like that message uh, has so much, um, you know, universal application. I'm looking forward to writing it up and sharing it. And you know, we'll we'll I'll pray over um, what the what the Lord would like me to to write about it. But I'm giving you guys kind of a glimpse into it with our this conversation. And uh, and then yeah, we'll definitely keep keep this conversation going and talk about um, another song um, in the future if that sounds good to you. Man, that's great. Yeah. Well, please share when, whenever it's finished, man. Please share it with us. We'd love to get uh, the chance to read it, and we look forward to hearing what you have to say. Uh, absolutely, I will definitely do that. So, you know, between um, uh, Rick uh, on the pub publicity side and Centricity on the label side, and I'm sure they'll get it to you guys. Uh, and I always, um, I always tweet it out as well from our NRT uh, Twitter. So you guys will see it. Um, I'm booked through the next several weeks, um, but I'll let Rick know of the official date that it'll post on, and I'm sure he'll pass that on to you guys. Dude, awesome. Kevin, thanks, man. Hey, I've, I really appreciate how uh, in-depth and, like, reflective you go with, with songs, man. Like, seriously, I just want to say that I appreciate that, and I, I'm thankful for people like you that are, like, willing to, like, really unpack layers. That's really awesome. Uh, no, thank you for that feedback. I uh, I didn't even know what the Lord had in store for me um, after my own testimony, uh, but I actually had a pastor um, in 2008 who challenged me to fast from music uh, as a Lenten, you know, kind of um, reflection. And and he said, but you know, since you also seem to love of the scripture connected to music, reflect on the scripture of some of your favorite songs instead of potentially having music be an idol in your life. And it led to the Lord getting me so focused in on the scripture. Uh, and he, my pastor happened to have also been a published author. He suggested I use that time of fasting and prayer and reflection to write about um, my thoughts. And then that led to me writing these online, and it's become um, a now 13-plus-year series 
and over 1,000 um, song devotional. So it's kind of crazy what the Lord can do uh, in, in those kinds of moments. So, so appreciate um, the partnership and, uh, and, the, and the kind words because I, I do care. Um, you know, that this is your guys' art, and I want to um, reflect on it um, and also hopefully help other people grow uh, from it as well. So thank you uh, for today's conversation, and until we talk again, all the best and God bless to you guys. Same to you. Yeah, thanks, dude. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Talk soon. All right. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.